It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood, the only Baltimore podcast that consistently records after midnight on weekdays. That's what we see ourselves. We have ourselves here once again. Myself, Taylor Schmidt. Thanks, RDT. Guys, we're also the only Baltimore podcast with a pinstripe ball champion. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if my life has totally changed today. Here's after I just got back from New York after a Maryland victory, but you guys should be so honored to be in my presence. Do you get a ring for this? No. No. No, they might. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm you not. wouldn't accept the ring? Is that what you're saying? Or No, I would accept the ring, but I, I, I'm not. There's a lot of people in the organization that deserve a ring more than I do. What you if the, what I don't know if this is not about. I don't know if you do bull rings. I have no idea. But what if this trophy was a Yankee pinstripe jersey with the last name on the back? Would you accept that? Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool to have. Because I earned my pinstripes. You did. Mm. I earned my pinstripes. Good American football. Shout out to Coach Loxley and the boys. 54-10 over Virginia Tech. An absolute beatdown. Looked great in all three phases. Tremendous Christmas baby, too. Yeah, yeah. Great week for Mike Loxley. Birthday. Went over Virginia. Went over regional rival. You know, he's, he's, you know, seven and six. Another good recruiting class. The best is ahead, as we say at Maryland football. The best is ahead. <clears throat> is uh, the watch- ACC dead? The ACC stinks. That, I mean, that was remarkable. Yeah, all, all – I mean, apologies to Virginia Tech because they had – they're in a, the middle of a coaching change and they had opt-outs and injuries. And, but, man, that program should be better in the ACC. Maybe they will with the new coach, Brent Pry, who's coming from Penn State. But you would think that they would not be in the pinstripe bowl. For, in terms of where the AC are, like I, I wouldn't want to know how many games the Terps would win the ACC with, with this team. Because you're that, not that's what I'm thinking the entire State fourth League. quarter. I'm thinking that the entire fourth quarter, it's like, man, in an alternate universe, we're still in the ACC. Clemson has their down year. Pitt, Pitt won the ACC. I couldn't believe that. Can't I like, pick it, baby. Somehow that just went right past me. But um, maybe, I don't know. There's no question Merrill would have had a better record. I mean, there's no debate about that. Um, no. But maybe they would have competed for maybe even a spot in the conference championship. I don't know. Who, who the hell knows? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. But, I mean, the, the Big Ten – I think this is the Big Ten's fifth straight pinstripe bowl win. And the you just mm. shows the depth of the conference is better than the depth of a conference like the ACC. Five straight pin, for pinstripe sure. bowl. I'm sure that's a national that everybody knows. But um, – Watching football in a baseball stadium. Have you guys ever done that? Not in person. No. I blogged about um, it and I said it needs to stop. It is. It is a very we. The press box obviously Yankee Stadium is behind home plate, and the field goes from home plate to center field. Obviously, it is very. It's like watching. Um, it's like playing Madden from that back, like far back camera. Not even as close as the sky cam where you're like oh this is cool because i can like see where the holes are or not playing fifa sorry where you don't normally you normally play fifa madden you play it that way all the time fifa like when you play that way and it's just it's just different just throws your entire depth perception off it's like playing that it was like playing that i totally as this could be i could be all over the place here if i were at 12 40 after a four and a half hour bus ride um it is – speaking of baseball stadiums, you desecrated Camden Yards today, RDT, so I would like you, you to explain yourselves to the listeners. No, no more talking about me and the pinstripe ball. It's – obviously, there's no fucking baseball news out there. 
So I'm trying to like get conversation started, get some things out there that will, you know, uh, get some interactions going. And I remember these, these, these renderings of Camden Yards before it was built being like, here's what it could look like. Here's some, some of the ideas. And I tweeted the one that like kind of looks like Camden Yards, but it kind of doesn't. It has like a lower left field fence. There's no stands in left field. There's no scoreboard in right. There's no, um, the, the bullpen, not the bullpen, the, um, grounds crew area and right like that's not there and i just tweeted it out being like what do people think of this and people like legitimately thought that i did it like that i drew it that i took the time to like render it like i'm a big renderings guy don't get me wrong i love renderings like i have nowhere near that talented to be able to do that and i was like oh it looks like this is kind of where pickles would be and like it's a parking lot people are like you want to get rid of pickles how dare you get rid of pickles you can't have camden yards without pick-. like and then they also thought that it was like a renovation that was going to happen. I was like ripping my hair out reading my mentions. It was, it was unbelievable. I had to like clarify four different times. Like, A, number one, I don't like it. B, number two, it's not mine. Someone like I, someone retweeted it and I clicked on their profile and was reading his timeline. And the guy like retweeted my tweet and was like, imagine being this guy who works so hard on this drawing. He posted on Twitter and then everyone shits on it. I was like, it's not me. Like, it's not my, it's not my artwork. Like, I just thought it was a cool picture. So it was a very mm-hmm. weird and confusing day on, on Twitter.com for your boy. Well, some people don't appreciate you speaking just alternate inferior universes out there. You know, like, it, it's just a disgusting thought to think that that's an acceptable thing. Like, I don't know. The fact that you thought it was cool, maybe, you know, people take issue with that. <laughs> I was just, again, I'm like, let's stir something up. I got I to gotta get some. You stirred something up, all right. Oh, I, I definitely did. Like, it's not even as bad. There was the one time that I took the picture of Camden Yards and flipped it and put the warehouse in left field, and I thought that would get people upset. Like, people were way more upset at this rendering that was done in 1989 or whatever. Drawing's 30 years old, and you're yelling at me about it. I hate a lot of people. I think you're yeah. the one who's upset here. I'm not upset. Yeah, yeah. No, you're starting to the look on your face. I think you're triggered. I'm not. I'm not triggered. Like, Other like people were triggered. Sounds <laughs> something like a trigger guy. No, say. no, no. As he goes over to look at his iPad, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna look at these. <laughs> All caps, guys. I don't want to get rid of pickles. This is an old drawing. Like that's are that's you, you right? By the way. Are you, Still only tweeting from your iPad? Is that still a thing that's happening? Oh, it's it's a thing, baby. This is not like slowing down anytime no. soon. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're telling me. God, I can't believe this is I'm so mad. Did Johnny Holiday ride on the bus home with you guys? No, he did ride on the bus with us to the game though, Mr. Holiday. He's just now getting around to tweeting about the game. Was it? Yeah, he was a row behind us. He drove home separately, I believe. But he was um, <laughs> he was on the bus to the ballpark, um, after calling the uh, basketball game the night before. Johnny's having a heck of a couple of days. Yeah, he's he got another game tomorrow. Will not be calling the, he will not be calling the game tomorrow. I don't believe. I think he's got a. I think we will. He's stepping uh, into those shoes. Young, young Brendan Hartlove, who uh, was a student a couple years ago. My guy, Brendan Hartlove, used to call a lot of soccer. He he will be doing the game with Chris Knocky tomorrow. Mm. Uh, Terps versus Brown. I hope everyone is in attendance at Xfinity Center tomorrow. Terps are 12 and a half point favorites. You'd, you'd want that to be maybe a little bigger, but yeah, I don't know anything about Brown. I will find out tomorrow when I arrive in college park and, and see what Brown is. <clears throat> we'll, we'll have to find out. Mm. Good week for the Terps wins, you know, wins. 
knee high, beat Virginia Tech, wins. That's all we all we can ask for is wins. Just try to build towards this game. Mm-hmm. So we can get mm-hmm. a basketball team. We get the basketball team, uh, men's basketball team going a little bit here. Women are playing well. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what Brown brings to the table. What can Brown do for the Terps? I was waiting for it. Yeah, that's enough of that. Ravens. Ra- I mean, look, you guys did the instant analysis on Sunday. I was out of pocket. Another, you know, tough one in a different way, not a heartbreaking one. Ravens tried to keep it, just didn't have enough. Now it's another must win against the Rams, who are playing well, a playoff team, a team you could maybe see in the Super Bowl. And uh, they come to the bank to a Ravens crowd that I'm sure is going to be a bit pensive as they try to avoid a total collapse and, and miss the playoffs. Your guys' thoughts on the, uh, this Sunday affair against Los Angeles? You were still hearing this quarterback purgatory, who's going to play. We saw Lamar Jackson out there at practice today. Um, I know that was right in the thick of your bowl game stuff. So were you aware of that? Oh, he did practice today. He practiced today and there were videos of him out there practicing. Wow. Yeah, you guys are going to uh, making some throws and then hobbling to the next line of scrimmage or to, from drill to drill. These videos do not look great. Like mm. he's throwing the ball fine, but him maneuvering around and just simply trying to jog from drill to drill do not look good. It looks like a guy who's trying to tough it out. But if if he's trying to play on Sunday, I think and this. People may agree or disagree with me on this, but he shouldn't be out there just jogging around and potentially irritating that ankle more than it's already irritated because it's clear he's not anywhere near 100%. Yeah, the video video that I saw, I think it was Jamison Hensley. And again, he throws it and you can see, I mean, it's a heavy limp, like heavy, very pronounced. And it also doesn't help that he was practicing on, what did he call it, sawdust banks? Uh, that was Mike Florio. You said, oh, yeah, do the yeah, Ravens yeah. practice on sawdust? <laughs> now, Taylor, I think we've talked about this before. But I think we did on the podcast before. Putting we have talked about this. The, the Bermuda grass thing. Yes. Yes. It's, it's reared its head again. And now yeah. maybe we should just get into this now. Mike Florio is – he is really getting on my bad side here. And I respect, uh, I respect Mike Florio for his ability to get people riled up and get the page views. That's what he does. It's one of the best in the business at it. Uh, but I, there is a point where he knows he has a fan base that's kind of like on his shit list or he, he knows that he can irritate them easily, easily. And he's there with the Ravens, I think. He took, first of all, and I'm sure we talked about this on Sunday, he took the whole Harbaugh, Zach Taylor, run up the score thing and tried to make it into something it wasn't. And then double and triple downed on it by saying, oh, there's video evidence of this thing or another. He was talking about this privately, but publicly he's saying one thing. And now he, he did the sawdust thing for sure, just to get everybody riled up. Um, so Mike Florio, uh, big list guy. Right well, he's now. also a Steeler fan. People forget that. I don't know if he's actually a Steelers fan. He's from Pittsburgh, but I, th- I think like, I that's where his HQ is out there. But he's out um, in West Virginia. But I thought I thought he was like I thought he was for sure a Steelers fan. Oh, I don't know. But back to the limp. Yeah, again, it didn't look good. If they're gonna try and rush him out there, not really rush him out there because he's already missed a week. Um, it's he's a I Vikings fan. 
Yeah, way. That's, yeah, ne- wait, yeah, yeah, Nimrod, you're right about that. I, I don't know why I thought it was a Steeler fan. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the Lamar limp, it's going to be – it's something. And, and have they taken Huntley off the COVID list yet? I know they, they released Calvert Hall's finest. Um, mm, he's supposed to be back tomorrow. So, yeah, if he's off tomorrow – because they were saying, like, once they released him, it was like, all right – one of these two is going to play on Sunday. They just didn't really know which one. And honestly, hell, they may be better. I mean, like, you know, Taylor, obviously we talked about it Sunday. Josh Johnson chucking the ball all around, 300 yards. I mean, guy, he, he, good. he, he did about did, it the I best did, as he could do. I was unable to, to join you guys in the pod. I did watch the game. He looked fantastic. Uh, he really did as much as you could have asked for. I mean, the pick was bad at the end of the game, but at that point it, was, it didn't really matter. Um, no, he made really good decisions. He got the ball out quick. I, I don't know, you know, how much you guys elaborated on this totally. I, I only caught some of the, the, the instant analysis you did. I thought that the game plan from Greg Roman with a guy who's been on the team for a week was really good offensively. I thought they did a really nice job kind of allowing him to make pretty easy decisions and throws and, Offensively, they gave themselves a chance to win. They just surely didn't have the personnel to stop Cincinnati. Um, and I know people are upset about, you know, the king-making of Joe Burrow, but, I mean, Joe Burrow diced the Ravens, and he diced who's out there, and he diced them. So um, they need secondary help back. I mean, they need – and who knows where it's coming from. I, I – you know, it's not getting any easier with Cooper Cup. I was going to say, it's, it's not like they have anyone coming in this week. Also, so uh, this doesn't really matter. I'm in, I'm in a fantasy final this week, and I'm going against Cooper Cup. Oh, tell us about your, fa- oh, tell us about your fantasy team. No, we'll, we'll get to that later. But I'm looking at the matchup. My opponent has Cooper Cup. I've never seen a wide receiver projected for 26 points in a game. That's what <laughs> Cooper Cup is, is projected for. That's unbelievable. I mean, that, that's, that's legitimately unreal. He's he's now the question is will they will they go to the Devontae Adams thing they did two weeks ago and just say and they could be field they've got some serious speed on their team besides him. Yeah, and Jefferson so, a good player. Odell's looked yeah. good the last couple of weeks. Um I don't know. It depends on if Wink wants to give Stafford a gold jacket or not. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just not going to go there. You don't have to. He won't go there. He's not you. I'm not going there. I'm just – this is a good 10 seconds of silence for the podcast. No, I mean, RDT, RDT tried to get something out of you. didn't do it. No, not doing it. Yeah, this is ultimately this is ultimately going to come down to, I mean, look, the Ravens quarterback situation, and we said it going to last week, that was – Easily the biggest thing. Who's going to be under center? Which of these guys? That's still obviously a big deal here. But after watching the Ra- – and, and LA, I almost said St. Louis. Good Lord. LA has a better defense than Cincinnati. It does seem like the Ravens are going to be able to do a decent job scoring no matter maybe who's under center. If they do what they did on Sunday, I think that's going to be tougher to accomplish against the Rams. But if I mean if they if they if they can't stop anybody, this really becomes. I don't want to say it's inevitable what's going to happen or like you shouldn't watch, but 
you know, watching that Cincinnati game, you just you watch the 10 minutes of the game, you know exactly how the game's going to go. And you're like, maybe if the Ravens get three turnovers and score on every drive, they have a shot. But, you know, you have to try to bend but don't break the entire game. And they just don't have the personnel on the field to do that secondary-wise. Just don't I, have mean, it. I don't know if it's really going to matter who they have under center because, like you were saying, it's like if you don't score every possession with them, I mean, this game's over. And like I said, I think feel like that's kind of what everyone was feeling about the Cincinnati game. And, I mean, you could argue at times this year the Rams' offense has looked as good as Cincinnati has. I mean, I, Cincinnati looked awesome on Sunday. Again, taking into consideration who they were throwing against. But, I mean, Matthew Stafford will, will carve anyone up, you know. There's a chance he would have caught. I mean, we saw Marlon and company get carved up earlier this year. Doesn't really matter who's out there. I mean, you know, Stafford's been one of the best pocket passers the last 10 years. Like, he's, he's going to get his. Um, and he'll – maybe the Ravens can keep it close because Stafford will make some dumb throws. He'll make some bad – he had three, uh, two or three alone in the Vikings game last week. Like, like god-awful bad passes that turn into interceptions. So – Maybe maybe the crowd rattles him and, and he can get some there and, and he tosses one up to a guy who, you know, was sitting on a couch, you know, in a practice squad a week ago. I don't know, but um, I mean we we've we've talked about it for it seems like like all year now. It's is this gauntlet the the teams that they got lined up. It's it's it wasn't going to be an easy one and it's it's proven to be that. So the Rams won't be won't be much easier. Yeah, no, it's well said. I. <clears throat> We're in the same boat as we were the week before, and we're just hoping we can put something together here and somehow have the defense keep this potent Rams offense in a place where we can try to keep up. And God knows what that means on the offensive side of the ball in terms of who we're going to have, how we're going to do it, whatever. Um, it feels like from week to week they haven't had any sort of consistency in terms of personnel, so it's hard for this offense to get into some sort of groove. But on the other hand, I think there's something to be said about the fact that we're tough to prepare for because you just don't know who you're preparing for, which I think played a little bit into Josh Johnson's hands. Um, but if we, you know, I think Lamar Jackson was at a point three weeks ago, you know, when he got hurt where he kind of needed some time to just take a breather and like take, take a step back and stop trying to force things a lot. And I think what we saw with Josh Johnson was there was a lot of simple throws in this offense that, to be made. And he made them. And I think maybe if Lamar is the guy who goes out there, he might, I don't know, have a different perspective about what he needs to do on a given play or on a given drive and not try to force things so much, take the easy throws in front of him and, and uh, see where that can get him. I don't know. So it's hard to, it's really hard to try to predict this game. And it's really hard to try to even analyze it because you just don't know who's going to play and what's going to happen. Yeah. You look at this Ravens injury report and it continues to be extensive. Um, and then you just have the uncertainty of what the COVID list looks like. I mean, we had a discussion about this game last Tuesday recording or whatever it was, and the entire discussion became irrelevant by Saturday. You, you, mm -hmm. you would listen to that podcast. The entire discussion was different because of the quarterback situation. What will that look like again on Sunday? It could, you know, so many things go on for the Rams they're they've gotten pretty healthy. They have Jake Funk back. Maryland legend Jake Funk speaking of Maryland's. Um, not that that factors in, but good for him. Cam um, Akers back from his five month Achilles tear. Which yeah, is but they, they've kind of revived 
Sony Michelle a little bit, who's looked mm-hmm. very good the last two or three weeks. He's winning people some fantasy games, speaking of fantasy. I, I, yeah, I, Banksy, you really hit the nail on the head. It's hard to know what this game is even going to look like for the Ravens because so many of the things change based on who becomes available off injury or off COVID or whether guys go on to COVID. I mean, we talked about organizational depth for the Ravens. I mean, I don't think you could test the team's organizational depth more than the Ravens are, where they're just, you know, Kenji Bahar wasn't even on the practice squad. Like, they, Josh Johnson was on the Jets two weeks ago. These aren't even guys that you were like, oh, the, it's, you know, this is great. The Ravens have done such a good job building organizational depth. They can kind of bring these guys in and hopefully not miss a beat. You're, you're getting to the point where it's almost become ridiculous. I mean, when Anthony Averick got hurt on Sunday – I was sitting there, and it was just like, okay. I mean, this is just kind of how this is going. I think Jimmy's. I think Jimmy Seafood put up the year from hell tweet, and this is just beginning to feel like that. It's beginning to feel a little bit like a year from hell, and there's kind of nothing you can do. <laughs> nothing you can do about that. Nothing you can. The I would have commented this on Sunday, but I'll say it now. The tweets that were like, "This is amazing. The Ravens have one of their top eight corners that they've gone through the season <laughs> with, and it's Tavon Young, who's <laughs> been hurt." Yeah. In, in preseason, we were doing preseason recaps or whatever and saying, like, hey, here's another bright spot. Tavon Young made it through another week without getting hurt. Like, that was where we were at three, four months ago. Hopefully so. makes it through the preseason. Fox, 1 o'clock. This was going to be at 4 o'clock. Got shifted back to 1 o'clock. Shifted back to 1 o'clock. Which probably, probably helps the Ravens, too, though. Yeah, it does. They're playing West on the West Coast team, East Coast. Yeah. Predictions for this one, gentlemen. Um, I'll, I'll go for it, Eric. <clears throat> I will go. I'll go thirty-four. Thirty. Again, it's hard being like, oh well, who's going to play? Um, I'll go thirty-four twenty-three Rams. I, th- I think firepower fire is too much. 24-23 Ravens. Tucker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm the old uh, Tucker. Tucker. I'm the old Sonny Jurgensen on NBC4 out in D.C. Yeah. Never, sure. ever, ever pick it. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if that, that hits with anybody. That's, but. A great re- that's a great reference. Um, <laughs> 33-17 Rams. How many, I think, touch, how many touchdowns I, for Jake? I, I think, I think this thing. I would love to. Ah, I, that's so hard for me to say. Jake Funk's a great kid. I would love for him to score, but not in this game. You know, you know what they're gonna say if if it's a blowout and he gets in. Fox has to have the last time Jake Funk played in the stadium. He scored because wasn't it in? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that was like the seven or eight, whatever he did in high school. Yeah, like he said, that was a Maryland record. I. Uh, that would be a great job by Fox if they're that deep into the research. I, w- I would assume they'll do it because they'll see that he's a Maryland native and you're like, oh, you have to look. And they'll ask, like, how, much fam- how many family members he has there. That feels like a note. Mm-hmm. I-, I am, as you guys both know, a very positive person. This, this thing feels like it's coming to a, a-, a grinding, screeching halt this Ravens season. Just-, just not sure that team has a lot left in the tank. And that's <laughs> that's where the, that's where the prediction comes from. It's just, they just I think that's more than fair. Yeah, and I and I don't think that's. I just surely think that that's it's that's not a commentary on their effort or or 
you know, if you see some team, you see teams that lose, and you're like, oh, they're just not, you know, that's just not a team that has it. This team has the ability to win. They just don't have the players on the field right now. And, may, and maybe got this injury report will look much different on Sunday, and I'll sound like an idiot, and they'll come back rejuvenated. But, poof, I don't know. Just a boxer in the 11th round that's trying to make it to the end and win on points, and it's just starting to wobble. And the ref is, like, creeping in and creeping in. <laughs> about to the question is can the ravens win this game and get to the bell for the 12th round can they get to the 12th round we'll see might get say it a million times i think we just get to the week 18 with a chance gotta get to the 12th round (laughs) gotta get to the 12th round this in this one yep can i have give you have you guys give one more prediction who will start at quarterback on sunday i think lamar is going to give it a go I'll go, I'll go Huntley just to be. I'm really afraid it's going to be like an RG3 situation now. Like where he's just going to hobble out there and like he's going to get yeah. hurt within a drive or two and then they're going to pull him off the field and be like, this is just not it. I'm going to give it tried. a try. We tried everybody, you know. Huntley's going to come off the COVID list. I think he will start. And Lamar will – I'm not even sure Lamar will be available. I was going to say, you think Lamar dresses. Have you I now looked at the videos? A little bit. Yeah. It looks like a guy that's very limited today. Yeah. Do we, do we know how long he practiced for? Like, was he a, did he do the entire, I know we didn't speak What's, today. Cause it's like, he could have done that, the, you know, a couple drills and then I don't been like, Hey, this they, isn't it. They obviously have the policy where the media is not there for the whole practice, right? They're there for like a certain amount of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would be fascinating if they stuck him out there just to like, just for that a little bit. What if, uh, what if, I don't feel like was, that's something the Ravens would do, but. What if he was sandbagging out there? That was the other. What thing if I he's limping around, just really milk, you know, just hamming it up for the for the cameras, and then the media goes away and he's out there just slinging it, just absolutely dicing everybody up and running all over the place. Maybe they maybe they just wanted to get out there and and in you know they think in two or three days they can kind of get that ankle in a better place, but or, you know, his leg in a better place. I don't know. Those video. I just watched, went through and watched those as you guys were talking. Those were not not tremendously encouraging. And, if, you know, Tyler Huntley had COVID, so he's not quote-unquote healthy, but he has no physical ailments unless, you know, yeah. he had COVID it, symptoms. It was an interesting hour or so on Twitter where it was like, oh, Lamar's going to practice today. He's going to limit it, you know, limited participation. And you see – the Ravens Twitter account put a couple photos out there. It's like, oh, he's really out there. And then you see a short video of him dropping back and throwing. And it's like, okay, okay. And then you just see like a minute long video where he's just not looking good whatsoever. It was, uh, yeah. it was an interesting hour or so on Ravens Twitter. It's going to be a very interesting, very, very, very interesting game on Sunday. I could go so many different ways. Hopefully – Hopefully the Ravens the, – being at home for these last two games is gigantic. Huge. Gigantic. I don't think we have a shot if it wasn't at home. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, starting five draft presented by the good people at FedThrill. X-22 is the promo code. Get 20% off of all your FedThrill sunglasses. RDT's been looking forward to this for a long time. We're going to do the overrated draft, overrated things draft. Um, and 
this is going to be interesting in the sense that you guys have fully prepared for this. I have somewhat prepared for this um, because of my bowl week excursion. I didn't have a ton of time. We were supposed to pod last night. Could not find a room in the hotel to do it. So we're here tonight. Um, this morning. This morning. Yeah, technically this morning as it goes past 1 a.m. RDT, you have the first pick here. So that feels appropriate. I have the second pick. Banks has the third pick. Overrated things is the – I'm going to try to work through this. Overrated things is the draft. So, RDT, you can start it off. Your top overrated thing. I will say I think we're all going going to have very – like, I don't know if anything on my list is going to make anyone else's list. Like, I think these are going to be three very different lists. Um, just, just It's knowing, very possible. Just knowing uh, all of us and how – how we all function. Um, all right. So my number one most overrated thing, I mean, has to be Taylor. Okay, I, didn't, I wanted to see if I could get reaction. First of all, the pump fake. Yeah. It's too, no it's too late. And then it's too late in the night to do that. No way. Honestly, honestly, it'd be, yeah, this late, if you had gone with that as the number one pick, I probably would have just dropped that. Turned it off and dropped it. Just started uploading it to the art. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I would just, <laughs> this just podcast. Yeah. Upload the episode. We, yeah, yeah. We got to the Ravens preview. I would have let you guys continue on. <laughs> um, my number one. And again, I, I kind of figured I had to take this cause it's near and dear to banks. It's gotta be Derek Jeter going into the yeah. straight ball too. I knew I, I didn't think of it until maybe about a day or two ago. And I was like, Oh fuck. If I have the number one pick, I have to pick Jeter. Um, yeah, I mean, we could go on and on. Meek grooved it. The the the, the gold gloves that aren't justified. <sighs> the jumping into the stands when they didn't need to. The you know, the, the statistically the worst defensive. Oh, well, showing showing the list. Uh, statistically the worst, analytically the worst. You know, defender at at shortstop ever was never the best shortstop on his team. You know, blah blah blah. I mean, we could go on and on about how we how could go on and on and on and on and on and yeah. on and on. Thanks. Worst defensive shortstop of all time. Yeah, if you want such to a it. selfless teammate that he would not step aside to a superior shortstop and made him play third base for years and years next to him. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. I have nothing to add to that. I mean, the the Jeter stuff. The Jeter stuff is the funny part. Is is I don't even. The, know. Actually, I don't know if I want to bring this up. I don't know if I want to put this on our team. The, the a, a pick in itself could be the dive into the stands. Yeah, it might be the most overrated play in the history of sports. And the Jeter no. flip is—it's a good play, but it is not everything. Like what I was going to say was, other fan bases would say this about Calvin, but they have no case. They have little to no case. They'll right. just say he got his stats because he played so long. And like, oh, you should show up the world. Well, they'll say he's overrated. He was the most valuable player They'll say he's overrated, yeah. say he's overrated like, because of the streak. People say he's overrated because of the streak. It's like, oh, he's just known for the streak. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, he had his, 430 home runs as a shortstop. His resume is amplified because of the streak, but it's – you're talking about a no, two-time two MVP. I'm just giving you that. You changed, changed, changed the position. Derek Jeter doesn't exist if Cal Ripken doesn't play shortstop at six foot four. After RDT gave me his, his old Taylor Swift thing, I had to I didn't have him <laughs> boy Cal Ripken. And I love Cal Ripken. That's fine. That's... Even though he didn't, Banks, you took it for him. So good for you. One of the biggest problems I have with Derek Jeter is it brought in a lot of these 
fucking bandwagon fans that think they know a single fucking thing about baseball and they wear their Yankees hats and they act like they know shit because their team won a bunch of World Series rings in the fucking 20s. Derek Cheaters, I mean, that, would, that was my pick. Also, when, I will say I do like him in The Other Guys because that movie's been on, I feel like, four times a yeah, week. Yeah, it's good. The it's scene good in The Other Guys is great. It's maybe my yeah. favorite movie. Very funny. Very funny. Not an, over, not an overrated movie. Very underrated. Yeah. Okay. Um, with the second pick, I'm going to take, take something that people seem to have a lot of love for that I've never really understood. And I, I don't even know if it's the overrating of the actual things that this place sells but more of people's dedication to getting it or defending it is like somewhere you have to go in certain situations, like when you're drunk or, you know, you just like to have to eat bad food. I'm taking Taco Bell. I've never understood. I've never understood people's love for Taco Bell. I think it's stupid. It sucks. Taco Bell sucks. It's so bad. I hate eating it. Um, And people love it. I don't know what your guys' thoughts on. I really, I had no idea. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awful. Taco Bell stinks. I'm stunned. I didn't see this pick coming at all. Yeah, no, I thought yeah. you were just picking like drunk pizza or something. No. Yeah, I, th- I was thinking like a, like Sheets or a Wawa or something. I've eaten it. I'll go way. and eat it. I'll have it when it. I have like when someone wants to go. I'm what do gonna... you What do you tend to order there? I've gone back and forth. I've had you know the. Um, I can't even remember what the things are called. I really have a lot of hate in my heart for Taco Bell. I'm gonna wow. have uh, <laughs> because I just people are just swear by it. People just swear by it. Um, why am I? And my brain is also just not functioning. Part right. of the allure is the ingenuity of their food items, where they reinvent some item, but it's actually the same item, and they they repackage it and sell it to you. The only yeah, thing I've had thing. from there that I I think like I like the um, the ingenuity, as you say, is. Um, Oh my god! I just uh, is the uh, is the crunch wrap. I do like the I, uh, that would be the thing uh, I eat. But everything else, I remember getting like the like the nachos that they had at one point. And maybe I mean, that's, that's on you then. Don't do that. Uh, but everything that's else, a bad like, choice. Tacos aren't good. Taco Bell stinks. I'm going Taco Bell. You gotta Taco be good experience enough with Taco Bell to sift through when they come up with something new that's bullshit and what is actually good. Nah, and the nacho bad. move is is. Just an awful move. You just—I just always thought it was overrated. I know you wouldn't know. Cheesy Gordia Crunch is is primo. It's a primo item. I do take offense with the amount of cheese that they've slowly taken out of between the hard shell and the soft shell. They've kind of gypped everybody on that, and they need to put the cheese back in the Cheesy Gordia Crunch. That's a big platform of mine. Twenty twenty four. I just would pretty much go to any other fast food restaurant. Mm. That's where I am. Like, I take it you don't care for Baja Blast either. I think no, don't like it. If you were gonna go on a, on a rant about, it, I thought that would be one of the first things. No, I didn't so even think people that. that's, also, that's that's also unbelievably overrated. Baja that's Blast. the worst thing in the world. By the way, how that's about cool. Applebee's? Is I think it's Applebee's is doing those Cheetos. <laughs> Did we talk about this already? Is doing those Cheetos? Um, I think we talked about it off air. And about yeah, how bad I they think were. so. About how bad, and then they sh- they shift to like that Mountain Dew version that they're selling, and they're like, <laughs> it looks, it's literally like they were like, oh man, that's really working for Taco Bell. Like, let's get a really gimmicky Mountain Dew and have some disgusting, um, you know, 
partnership with a, a snack brand and here you know here's a menu item you should come get like why would i go to applebee's to get that that's gross do you do you like mountain dew as a whole i like regular mountain dew it's okay regular i don't mountain really dew. drink it if i'm drinking a soda yeah. i'm pretty much getting like whatever cola mm. brand is available that's kind of or it's like yeah. sprite. i like sprite or seven up the sauce in the quesadilla is also tremendous Mm. And Taco Bell has potentially the best breakfast in the fast food game. People don't know that. The, the other thing about it is the fast casual, you know, places like Chipotle and, and Cadoba. Like if I'm going to have food of that ilk, um, I'm going to, I'm going to go to one of those places at this point. Like I'm just not going to mm. get Taco Bell. Okay. Yeah. So Taco Bell. Bank ship two. Um, gosh, I don't know what my honestly my list was Derek Jeter than everything else. Like it was, and ranking everything below that is really tough. Um, I am going to take. I'm going to take parades. I think parades are overrated. I think that you stand there on the sidewalk, usually for an extended period of time, waiting for something to happen. And then something goes by and then you're just like, Oh, what the fuck did we just do for hours on end here? (laughs) I think parades are just, they're just not it. And Taylor and I've been to a parade. Yes. The caps parade. You and I I stood. Sweated our balls off. With. Oh yeah. Anna Labonte. We stood there and, uh, I gave up my last water to some poor, poor guy. That's right. I forgot about, about that. I forgot about that. Thank, thank me for my service. Yeah, thanks for there. Um, that it was boring, and we even had them like we were standing at the corner where you could kind of like see them get there and then turn, so you had another angle. Very yeah. unexciting. Very unexciting for the most part. It was fun being around all the energy of the people. That was the best part. That, that was, was for sure the best part of the parade. And then us trying to find food after was like impossible. Also, you have all those people down there. So you just like want to chill. Like after a parade, you're just like trying to like sit, sit for like 45 minutes. You've been standing and it just crowds everything. And then it's just more stressful. It's not a bad thing. I've never like enjoyed a parade experience. I do enjoy watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade on TV, but that's in the comfort of my own home. Yeah, and you're busy, you're chit-chatting, you're probably in a little breakfast. Yeah. Hanging out, whatever. Berkey Bowl's about to come on. So the the caps yes. parade though, like that's a good. I don't even like when I when you say parade, I think of like a uh, your local town's Christmas parade where like yeah, you know, that, that, the old guys. That, that is the more general sense of parade, and that's more so what I'm going for here. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like the caps parade. Like I had a ton of fun at the caps. You parade. just stand there, watch something go by. Oh yeah, it's it's awful. But like at least that one, I had some drinks in me. Where you're like, oh, there's Oshi. He's gonna do the drink thing well, again. Well, you're, like, you're celebrating something. Like if you're going to the, if you're going to the Frederick Christmas Parade. I mean, like, and you're waiting for like Santa Claus at the end. I mean, you're only getting so. I think this is a really good pick. Yeah, it's, really it's a good one. Yeah, like I just, yeah, just not that enjoy. And that's no disrespect to the great float makers of this country. No disrespect at all. I mean, what a hard float listeners, the float makers. Yeah. Don't do not want to offend the float, the float contingent, the float mafia out there. (laughs) That's a hard thing to do and a hard thing to make creative things of. I also respect to the marching bands that pop through those things too. And just play the same 
That's one of the higher end items. That is an actual entertainment provided by a band there. That's that's a nice thing. Yeah. Shout out to the margin bands out there. Good pick. Thank you. I think you're going to like my next pick as well. Um, Now, before I go into this, because this is going to be a hot button, hot button issue. And that's what banks is all about. Um, I don't dislike this thing. In fact, I enjoy it from time to time. But people have got to chill the fuck out about coffee. Coffee yes. is not great that pick. great. The great pick. It was people obsess about it. People say they can't live without it. It's insanity. It's insanity. I should have picked that. Yeah, I was it's, that. People just cannot live without it, and it's crazy to me. Um, you want to tag Big Cat? or Now I do – Coffee with a good amount of cream and sugar in it. Sue me. Whatever. I like my things that actually taste good, not taste like dirt. Coffee. Yeah. I, I, I can I, I you can have a lot of listeners because people are obsessed with coffee, but this is amazing that all three of us agree on this because there's so many dedicated coffee drinkers. The percentage chance of this is low. I think it's outright pathetic how much people rely on coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's mental. Get yourself together. I'm sorry. I'm get yourself together. Like, Use some of your own energy one time. Oh, I've got to have two cups before 10 a.m. or like I can't function. Like get a grip. You're an adult. There's something to be said and I get the enjoyment out of like certain jobs I've had. I get there. I put my stuff down on my desk. I go into the kitchen, pop a K-cup in and get it brewing. And then I sit down at my desk and I bullshit at my desk with my coffee while it cools down. And then eventually it becomes drinkable because coffee's always way too fucking hot when you first get it. Um, and you just have like 15, 20 minutes where, I don't know, you're just bullshitting. You're looking at ESPN.com or whatever, Twitter, whatever. Like there's something nice about starting your day like that, but people exactly what you said, Taylor, the reliance on it is insanity. It's my wife. She does that. And I end up dumping out. She's like, Oh, I need to have another cup of coffee at four o'clock in the afternoon. And then I end up dumping out three fourths of it every single night. Like when she goes to bed. (laughs) He's just sitting on the counter. There's a guy on TikTok who takes all his like wife's empty or like half empty coffee cups and just puts them in the fridge and just stacks them up on top of each other. Like all the way. <laughs> yeah, I went, to, it. Unbelievable. I went to a high school with someone who I will not name that like 16 years old, like was getting up and was a zombie on a, on a trip with no coffee. It's like, what, what happened? Like what, like what like maybe at some point in my life, I'm going to have to rely on caffeine. And I say this as someone who drank a large Coke from McDonald's so I can stand for this podcast. But like, yeah, by the way, McDonald's Coke, not overrated. Um, maybe the most underrated thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But like, and I'll have to rely on caffeine. But come on, man. Like, get up. Get up and get your day going one time. That's a good pick, Banks. That's, That's a hell of a pick. That's an unreal pick. I can't believe all of us agree on that. I do. I kind of wish one of us was a coffee defender because I would love to go back and forth about that. But we all are on the same page. You can go wake up Lauren. Sure, bring her down. <laughs> bring her down. Let's, let's, let's have a discussion about this. I did, yeah. And, and, and then the other part is like people are, are – I could go about this forever. People are stunned when they're like – I, my one of my fun facts that I say at things I've never had a cup of coffee, a full cup of coffee. No, like how could you? How could you possibly live? How could you go on? It's like uh, maybe because <laughs> I'm a regular person. Like sorry, if, if you're the only person doing that who's regular. Yeah, I don't know. 
Maybe. Yeah, maybe I'm just – I don't get it. I don't get it's it. It's different. <laughs> maybe. How's that? Po- oh, oh, you'll get it. Oh, just wait. Oh, just wait. The oh, just wait people too. I hate you. Oh, just wait. <laughs> oh, just wait. <laughs> oh, turn oh, 30 oh, next month. You'll, you'll get there. Yeah, I do. You'll get there. Oh, you'll get there. You just wait. You just wait. It happens to everybody. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Okay. We may go back to that at some point. <laughs> We may talk coffee every week. I may give a coffee grievance every week. We can just do coffee talk and just coffee trash talk. coffee. Hate on coffee. Hate on coffee. This is going to come back to haunt me, this clip, if I end up drinking coffee. But I'm just not. I just also don't like it. I don't think it's good. Um, uh, my next pick uh, is Halloween. Mm. Mm. I am low on Halloween right now. Low. Don't Just right it. now? I used to like it as a kid. We had this discussion when we talked Halloween a few months ago. I just have no fun dressing up. And I say that as someone that I think you guys can both back me up here. I like to have fun. I'm a pretty fun guy, I would say. That's <laughs> horn. But that's something and, fun guys say all the time. That's mm-hmm. fun guys say. Hey, I'm a fun guy. There's yeah, fun I, Taylor. I screamed as I saw you across a Rockwell. Yeah, we have to delete this at some point. I don't know what I'm going to say for the rest of this thing. But – um. Yeah, Halloween stinks. I, I, I think as an adult, it stinks. I think as a kid, it's amazing. But as an adult, Halloween as an adult is what I would say is overrated. Halloween as a kid, very fun. Unless you're getting yellow Laffy Taffy or whatever. Then it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, Halloween as an adult. I'm picking Halloween as an adult specifically. I don't wanna, that's, I'll change my pick a little bit. Halloween as an adult, not Halloween as a kid. Halloween as an adult, uh, a kid, very properly rated. Very fun. Halloween as an adult mm. stinks. I can get with that. Yep, I like that. I'm not here to defend Halloween. You're not going to find me <laughs> batting down the hatches I, for Halloween. I, I want to keep going after coffee. Um, <laughs> RDT, you have two. Um, I am going to go against something else Banks and I um, have, have bonded over, and it is Chick-fil-A fries. Oh, yeah. No, that's well, on I my list. Like, I like Chick-fil-A fries. I think, like again, we've talked about it online. I feel like they're pretty properly rated. Am I wrong? I I more considered because I because I really do like Chick Fil A. I think that the food is very good. The sandwiches, the nuggets, the salads, get whatever you want. I think by the time you get home, the fries are awful. They're they're wet. They're soggy. Yeah, they don't travel. That's fair. They, and that's the thing. Eat- it's like. No one is eating in a Chick-fil-A anymore. No one is. You're driving everywhere every time you get it. I mostly now use the fries to mix up the mayonnaise and the ketchup on my sandwich. I use one big one and I mix it up and then I eat that fry and I dump the rest to my daughter. I'm like, here you go. Enjoy the fry scraps because daddy's not eating them. One of the most efficient drive-thrus in the game, though, you have to. Oh, their, their drive-thru game is, is again. If they weren't efficient, they wouldn't. I mean, they'd collapse under themselves because the oh, demand yeah. and the supply like they just wouldn't align they had no was, choice but to i was in new york them. there was maybe i maybe saw the nicest chick-fil-a i've ever seen in my entire life in midtown manhattan it was unbelievable and that chick-fil-a has got to be mopped it's not there's like a bunch of chick-fil-a's in new york and those people it, the, the the customers there aren't nice like we'll just say that but you know that the workers like are like they're so nice oh they're just smiling right through their faces they're the best um, they're the best those people yeah, and again, I, I think their their breakfast is awesome. I think their fries leave a lot to be desired. If they if they could get their fry game down, they would be by far the best fast food. 
Yeah, like McDonald's is a really strong fry game. Yeah, they, they, they have the best. And, again, like, I don't think they're as bad as Burger King fries. Ugh. Burger King fries are really bad. They're I really think people bad. agree on that. And I love Burger King. I think King. they're very properly rated. Burger King stinks as a whole. I love Burger King. Wow. We should have a fast food draft. We could do that. Um, I'm surprised yeah. we haven't. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go – yeah, I'm going to go Chick-fil-A fries with that one. And then my second one, I'm going to go Italian food as a whole. I think Ooh. Italian food is by far the most overrated thing. Or, wow. well, it's not by far. because that That's a bad take. That is a bad take. I, That's a I bad take. Pasta is pasta. And oh, this is clearly the worst pick of the draft so it's, far. Pasta is pasta and sauce. Oh, no that's, way. That's no way. That's it. it all, all pasta tastes the same. Every single pasta. You're talking about the pasta itself or the things you can do with the pasta? I hate this. There's different shapes of pasta, different styles of pasta can retain the flavors of the sauces and the things that they're cooked in more efficiently than other types of pasta. A pasta in the shape of a better al dente. I mean, and a log is the same thing. It tastes the same. Olive Garden. I hate hate this pick. It's 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 all bad. It's fine. Like don't like I'll eat spaghetti meatballs. I'll eat it. I'll eat lasagna. I'll eat whatever. I just don't think like. I would never gun to my head. I would never go to like an Italian restaurant and like a nice it is restaurant. So far ahead for me in terms of like ethnic foods categories, like it's so far in a way number one for me. Pizza is Italian. I mean, come on. Yeah, but I get heartburn now every time I eat pizza. So I. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a personal problem. I've made. Oh, it is a personal problem. Take a Pepsi. Jesus. I thought I was gonna die at Bethany Beach at four thirty wow. in the morning. Trying to find a Royal Farms, I was hoping. Here comes Grandpa RDT. Dude, it was the worst. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've probably had four slices of pizza in the last four years. That's so sad. I got that is one of the saddest things I've ever heard. I got I had two slices of pizza last night. Oh, oh, I could, I can't. I I got heartburn on our honeymoon in Grenada, and I thought they were gonna have to ship my body back in a fucking oh plane. <laughs> I I was like, this, I'm gonna die in a resort in Grenada. Like, I'm going to be buried here. This is where it's going to end. Like, and so, again, I, I haven't been able to eat pizza, and that may have – maybe – I mean, that could be where it all started for me, like really – This is really a stunning development. This is a wild take. And also I would tweet on iPad, too, if I were you. Yeah. And because everyone thinks my last name is Italian, too. So, that kind of just fits huh. into it. It's fair. Okay, I'm going to take one that I guess could be controversial considering where we live here. Um, I'm going to take fishing as an activity. (laughs) I think fishing is one of the most boring things you can do in life. I find nothing appealing about it. And I say that as someone whose family loves to go on the boat and fish. And when they do that, Guess where your boy stays? Right at home. Yeah, like four of your your choices for the Ocean City draft were on the water, on the dock, on the fishing. beach, on the on and the that, pier, on the hate hate fishing. Don't want to fish it, a part of any of that. Don't want to fish. Is it touching the fish? Because I don't like touching fish. I like fishing. No, I, like I have touching. no issue touching fish. I I I. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't find fish appealing in general as something to eat, as something to hold. Although I have no issue holding it, I just don't find it appealing. Or as something as an activity to hunt. Don't care. Is that is this why you set out the white marlin interview? No. I, I oh. think 
the mm, act of people being good at fishing is impressive. Like I used to, this is, here comes some, here comes a pathetic statement. I used to enjoy as a kid watching the Bassmaster classic. Oh yeah. Like the Mike, <laughs> the, the Mike Iconelli never give up video. I think I always wondered who was giving that, sh- the, that stuff ratings. Like who was uh, kept that on like, TV? Well, it was 12 year old Taylor was watching <laughs> Bass. I, I really should have been in like a Bass Pro Shops commercial. I was watching really Bass Fox in the morning and then like NASCAR races from Dover at one o'clock on Fox <laughs> <laughs> when I was like 10 years old rooting for Ricky Rudd. But um, yeah, I just, I just don't find fishing appealing. No, I think that that stuff's really impressive. These people that can go out and do it at a high level, but you know, and you're talking to someone that's accepting of a lot of disciplines of things. I mean, I like watching darts. So, I mean, <laughs> I, oh, I, my palate, I have a pretty lang- we'll talk about that later I have a pretty lengthy palate of things that I enjoy I just think fishing is really boring which as you said does go against the fact that a lot of the things I talked about in the Ocean City draft were on the water but I just enjoy other activities while we- like I wouldn't be like hey boys like let's go out on the dock and sit there for four hours people do that like people like doing that they like drink and they fish I don't find that fun at all so take I can't I haven't been fishing enough or like a long enough session to really give a true take on it. But there's probably a reason why I have not done that because the, the idea of it doesn't appeal to me in a way that doing other things would in a similar setting. Yeah. It's, I, mean, I, used go, I used to go when we were younger and like, we used to go to this fish hatchery up near, where did they film um, uh, Blair Witch? I forget what town in Maryland they filmed that at, but there's a Dickerson? fish hatchery. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we used to go up there. And it was fun. It was fun. Like me and me and my buddies would go and it would make a full day out of it. Um, I wasn't necessarily good. I wasn't like terrible. Like we'd catch fish, but yeah, again, like I gun to my, I, I couldn't tell you last time I went fishing and no, you know what? We'll, we'd go, we'll go at the beach. Sometimes we go like deep sea fishing with my cousins and stuff. That's fun. Until someone gets seasick and, but yeah, I, I think it's, I think, I think it's a good pick. It was a very fun uh, show to watch growing up. Yeah, fishing. Thanks, you have two. Okay, I, I almost want to take this in the first round, but I didn't want it to so quickly become conversation centered around this, but you'll be able to give some takes on this immediately here. I'm taking New York City as a whole. New York City stinks, mm. literally and figuratively. There's nothing good about it. People have a lot of pride about New York City because, oh, we've got everything. We've got this, that. we got so many people in it. Just because there's a fuck ton of people, one place does not make something great. Like I've yet to hear like a real good cohesive thing other than it's just like, oh, there's everything's there. It's like, what makes that a qualitative thing? Like that's not, that's not good. Like it's just, you walk down the street and there's mountains of garbage on every single corner. Mm-hmm. Stinks of the high heavens. Mm-hmm. Um, getting around from place to place is a fucking bitch. Um, the people are snotty for the most part. Um, the people are high horsed about the food and a lot of things. And I, I just don't get it. It's just, it's terrible. It stinks. It's the worst. I'm pro New York. Mm-hmm. I'm pro New York. I think, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I, I win one pinstripe bowl and he, and he there, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, defending the bagels and the pizza. I'm walking um, here. No, I think I think it has like a like an uh, a cool. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like the vibe of what it is. I think it's cool. 
I think I think it's like a got a vibe. high horsedness. The ambiance and the no, it's just like you know, it's you know, it's the concrete jungle where dreams are made of. It's just kind of you know, <laughs> it's nonsense. It is. Welcome to New York. It's been waiting for you. <laughs> City never sleeps. I don't know. It's just like I've always I've always been like oh like I would live there. Like I would live there. Oh, I could never. I would. Oh uh, no, I could. I would not come visit you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy the I enjoy the ability to like go down and maybe this would not be as pronounced if I lived there, but I know so many people that like have liked living there. Like you can just kind of get like a little bit of everything. Like you can kind of experience whatever you'd like to experience in one place. Where are you gonna golf, Taylor? Well, you got the Chelsea Pierce driving range. You just drive outside the city. We don't well, I guess you can golf that's, that's a whole ordeal. Yeah, that's golf an entire ass golf is tough. Golf is tough. I'm not going to defend the golfing situation. That's fair. That's fair. But I like it. I like New York. You can you can kind of – I'm just going to continue to cliche you to death. you got to be who you want to be in New York City. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I enjoyed my time this week. I've never had a bad time when I've gone. I've always thought it was cool. There's like a lot of – There's like, always been some many, good things, but tons of just awful things. Can I give you – just the oh, entire environment stinks. Unless you have another bad take, I want to finish New York discussion. Oh no, I'll save it for later. I'll save the that piece of my New York trip for later. Go ahead. With my next pick, yeah, uh, Boog's Barbecue. Oh, somebody's got to take it. It's yeah. got it's it's not good. It's so bland. I love Boog Powell. I think everybody knows that he's got more MVPs than the number one overall pick in this draft. There it is. People forget it. Um, and Boog's a great guy. Legend, um, barbecue's not good. Sorry, it's not. It doesn't even. If you have, if you have to douse it in bar, any type of barbecue, if you have to douse it in barbecue sauce, it's not good. I have I, I have no defense of this. There's nothing to add. I mean, you're right. We've t- yeah. we've talked about this many a times too. It's and- like you eat it because you have respect for Boog Pal and. People come into town, they feel like they need to eat it. Yeah. And we, we've always said that you can tell how big of an Orioles fan someone is by their stance on boobs. If they're like, oh, God. first thing I do when I get in the stadium, got to get boobs. It's like, well, you go to maybe a game a year. You go to maybe one or two games a year. Like, it's, it's, it's not good. Yeah. And that's like, you feel, and I, that's all of us who are committed Orioles fans, defend the Orioles defend the greats of the Orioles. Like I would love for Boog's Pal to be amazing and or Boog's Boog's Pal. Jesus. Boog's barbecue to be amazing. But go get it. Objectively it's not. Yep. All right. Um I'm gonna take mid chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, it's a great pick. Sucks. Sucks. Why I wish I you, put it on my list. I forgot. Why would you get mint chocolate chip ice cream when you can get so many other better ice creams? And people swear by it. They're like, oh, my God, I got to get mint chocolate chip. No, 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 it's not good. Mint, chocolate mint chip, does, does not, not belong good. in desserts. No, stop. Yes, exactly. Stop with the mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's horrible. And it's like, uh, tastes like uh, ended with such passion. Toothpaste. Mint is for gum and, gum and toothpaste. Yeah. Just and not dip. Not good. I, I just never – the two food things that I – this is why they're both on my list here. The two food things that I just – I'm so consistently at odds with people on is mint chocolate chip and love for Taco Bell. Just 
mint chocolate chip ice cream it just stuns me when people get that it's it just also that green color that it normally is it's just it's coffee too yeah coffee yeah coffee ice cream coffee ice cream is too. terrible so bad so bad <laughs> just get chocolate ice cream it's <laughs> chocolate it's good they're selling chocolate it's good chocolate what do they say what are they selling i yeah mint chocolate chip ice cream blows get it out of here rdt my, my last two, right? Uh, correct. I am going to go with How I Met Your Mother. I thought that show was awful. Good pick. It's not funny. Awful. No, it's not funny. Um, I think it's like it's, – it's like – Ted Mosby is one of the worst main characters in history. He's, he sucks. Like, he's, he's horrible. He's terrible. Um, I, and I, I live with someone who loved How I Met Your Mother. That show blows. The, um, what's Neil Patrick Harris? Bar- Barney, is that his name? His character? Barney Stinson. The only like, redeeming part of the show. He's kind of funny. Though. Yeah, like he's funny and like I get it. He's – you know what it is? It's a JV not funny version of Friends. It's like he's the womanizer who has the, li- the one-liners and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, I, I get it. Um, I, 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 I watched it with my wife and I, like halfway through the show, I was like, here's what's going to happen. And I literally called exactly what was going to happen. And like when it finished, I was like, thank – like I've never been more happy to – to finish a TV series because I was like, this is, this is awful. Like this, this can't keep going on. And like, so who say, who think it's like one of the best shows ever. They're like, the writing on it's fantastic. And it's, it's this and that. I think it's awful. No, it's not good. It's terrible. So uh, I've never watched that show, but I, it, like I can picture faces or memes or whatever from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just Googled the show to just see an image. Cause I was like, you said something about a main character. I was like, who was the main character? Was it Neil Patrick Harris? I'm seeing. No, it's not him. And it's not Jason Siegel, who's the other obvious face. I have no idea who this guy in the middle is. I don't think he's, he's the main character. Else. I've never seen that guy in my life. I who is this else. guy? He's the main character, I'm sure. Josh Radner. That's his name. Josh Radner is this come in my house right this now. This goes to show how wallpaper this show must be. Like yeah. He looks like a combination of, of um, John Grasinski and uh, Jason Bateman. Like, if you cross the two together, maybe a little bit. Oh, he's in a band now. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, his album's, his album's release date was pushed back to June 2020. Huh. Yeah, yeah, again, I... I, I can't think- speak to this, this pick otherwise, but... I think yeah. you can. I think you can speak to my next pick. Um, I'm going the Sandlot. I've mm. always thought the Sandlot was was very overrated. This is a tremendous pick. This it's, is a tremendous pick, RDT. It's it's that movie's not good. Everyone likes it, and I get why people our age like it because it's the movie you watched a billion times growing up, and you have a lot of good memories sitting in your living room with your best friends watching it, and the the 4th of July scene and, and all you wanted to do was play baseball at night while the fireworks go off and you cracked up at the, at the, the, um, when they're, when they're dipping or when they're chewing, um, Wendy Peppercorn, I get it, blah, blah, blah. She, you know, she's so hot. The movie sticks. Like not it's a not a good movie. It's, really good pick. It's that. And I, I've seen that on Twitter <clears throat> multiple times. I don't think it's a top 10 baseball movie. Like I think it's a fine movie, but people, People are like, this is the greatest <gasps> cinema that's ever been put together. It's like it's this not- is this is like coffee for me, where it's like I, I like the movie. It's like kind of a good movie. 
I do think it's overrated, though. So, good pick. I wouldn't have picked it, but I think it's a touch overrated. You're right. People are crazy about it. You're talking about a guy with two Sandlot shirts, myself. There you go. See? And then Aaron Judge had to wear the same one I had. That, that one. And yeah, just ruined for a mistake. The movie did not get taken in our sports movie draft. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't have picked it. No, it wouldn't have been on my list. Yeah, like the – not every baseball – like not every baseball game or announcer has to say, like, you're killing me, Smalls, when, like when something happens. Like, we get it. It's – we know. So, I'm, I'm closing out with that one. Uh, there's a variety of there's a variety of places to go with this last pick, but I have to take this because I would be a fraud if I didn't Mike Trout. I thought you were going to take him one. I was. No, I forgot all about it. I no, wasn't I even thinking you guys about. Were, I knew you guys were going to take. I knew you guys weren't going to take him. Um, I knew it'd fall to me here. I knew I had to take him. This was. I only had four to choose from because this was getting taken. Um, and like I continue to say, I don't need to do this spiel again. People that listen to this show, they know. I don't want Mike Trout to be on this list. Win something. <laughs> Banks, you have the last pick. That was inevitable. Um, I'm taking smell. Smell's overrated. <laughs> Who needs it? I can't smell right now. Don't know when I'll smell again. I don't I miss it. My, my life is fine. Like, I'm, wow. I'm chugging along with no smell, and I'm, you know, 100% otherwise. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not missing it one bit. I parked near a dumpster the other like, tonight at one point. <laughs> got out of my car and I was like, I, "I'm getting nothing here, guys." Still like, a big old whiff. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You don't miss a good candle season, though. You're not a candle guy. I do like candles. Oh, I I, I light a candle the second I get in the house. I, I got a you, candle. Uh, candle is I, lit. I can tell you, boys. Honorable mention for me: candles. Candles. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't understand why people like candles so much. I do not get it. They just overwhelm the – they just – they stink. Yeah, like what you want them to stink like. Oh, candles candles blow. Waste of time. Plus, they can just burn your house down. They why the risk? But, ROI, but, the ROI is not good enough. <laughs> but pro, your house smells really good. Con, your house is absolutely gone and burn it. Get some Febreze. No, no, no. Febreze, no. Get some Febreze. Get it, get, get you know. I don't know. That's the overrated things draft. <laughs> RDT takes Derek Jeter, Chick-fil-A fries, Italian food. That's the worst pick of the draft. Oh, God. How I Met Your Mother, Sandlot. I took Taco Bell, Halloween as an adult, fishing, mint chocolate chip ice cream, and Mike Trout. Once again, Mike Trout, I don't want you to be on this list. Banks takes parades, coffee, New York City, Boog's Barbecue, and Smell. Honorable mentions. Um, yeah, I had candles on there. I, I did have candles on there. Any of you guys have anything? I had Moe's. And that says, as a guy in a war against Foley, taking Moe's is overrated. Yeah, Moe's. Stand by. Moe's is terrible. I don't understand that either. They're, I don't get people who swear by Moe's. Like, it's fine. The, I don't the, even think it's fine. What what is the pizzazz? Like, what is the what gets you in the door at Moe's? There's nothing the on the menu that the queso was like the upside. That was yeah, but and then Chipotle got queso and they're like shit. Chipotle's queso is not very good though. No, but queso could have been on the list. Yeah. Wait, queso as a whole? No. Oh, yeah. Ooh, no, no. I'm not, a, I'm not a big no. cheese guy. Oh. I'm not a big oh. cheese guy. Yeah, I could have. I'm gonna put guac on the list. I no. thought it was. No, 
Guac is so good. Guac it's good, so but good. it's good, but it's one of those things like it doesn't belong on everything. It doesn't oh, belong in everything. Guac. I love guac. I um, had. Oh no! Keep going back. Good, good. Well, I've got a whole list, so, so I do, so do I. I was gonna. Let me just go. Yeah, you go through one yours. by one here. Yeah. Uh, Prince. 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 We talked a little bit about it. Yeah. The uh, Super sure. Bowl half times or something like that. Uh, Doc Emmerich. Disagree. Uh, Star Wars. Yes. Disagree. Uh, Mike Tomlin. Agree. Uh, business cards. I think those are proper. Business cards are properly. This written. is one I wish I had taken. Decorative pillows. Or just pillow, just too many pillows on a couch. Too many pillows on a bed. Excessive agree. pillows. Yeah, excessive pillows. Agree. Yeah, have fun living with uh, a girl. Kind of agree. We're doing a lot of agreeing here. Yeah, I know. Why do you think it? Why do you think? <laughs> yeah, Washington, I know it came Washington D.C. Yes. Uh, the Smithsonian. Oh, disagree. Uh, like NASCAR. I think it's properly rated. Yeah, I, I think NASCAR is kind of. Slid. It's kind of fizzled out. That's why I, I think NASCAR yeah. is where it is right now. Uh, triple doubles. <laughs> I am a big Russell Westbrook guy. <laughs> And then uh, Friends and Big Bang Theory were my two whoa, shows. Whoa, whoa, Friends, easy. I almost took Friends, but I can't take it because I've never watched enough. I don't think I've watched enough episodes to judge, but I think that the love for Friends makes no sense when you compare it to there was just a better show going on called Seinfeld. Yeah, but you can like both. There's not like you, you can. Have to no, like you can. Game. I'm just, you can't absolutely do it. I just, the Friends, I think also I, as an ender. But like I said, Big Bang Theory I, gets I appropriately dragged. I can, Big Bang Theory. That's I think it gets appropriately dragged by people mm-hmm. who Young I Young respect. Young and the ratings are, I think, just fraudulent. All right, RDT. I had – Banks is not going to like this one. Uh, Hezbollah. Tired oh of Oh, my God. Come on. Tired of him. Get, get out of my face. Either fight or get off the – like. I've never gotten in. <laughs> this kid, this kid has to fight or he has to get the fuck out of my face. I don't. You just don't get it. You just yeah, don't, don't get Hezbollah. <laughs> Put up, put up or shut up, dude. Like, get in the ring or, or just stop doing your antics. Like, get out. Get out. That's what it is. It's the antics. It's Hezbollah. Uh, I mean, you just don't get it. Back it up. I, I, hope, he, I hope he fights and I hope he, gets, <laughs> I hope he gets smoked. Wow. I hope he gets rocked. And then yeah. we're done with Hezbollah forever. Think of the children. Um, Paul Pierce. I think Paul Pierce is easily one of the most overrated players ever. Oh, uh, he called bang. Come on. Yeah, game. but no. Lebr- LeBron putting up like 55 or whatever it was on the night that they retired his jersey and the picture of Paul Pierce sitting there sad. No, king, of, king of the stat pad triple-double. Who? Paul Pierce? LeBron James. No. Okay, anyways. Uh, that's Chris, Russell Westbrook. But yeah, that's Russell. Ricky Davis. Um, I got Chris D'Elia. <laughs> I hate Chris D'Elia. I think he – comedian – Okay. Uh, yeah, and he's problematic. I mean, he, no, he's yeah. but people he's like love him again now. But people like love him again. No, YouTube no, channel and, okay. and yeah, oh, he's back, and it's like oh, he's out for me. We, oh, we just gonna yeah, forget it. We're just gonna forget. But um, that. Turkey, I think Turkey is 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 the country or the food. Uh, a little half and half. <laughs> <laughs> no, my grandfather played professional basketball in Turkey. Not a big deal. So we're going sure. food. Uh, roller coasters. Terrified of them. Very scared. Uh, yeah. legitimately uh, terrified uh go- <clears throat> going to the movies hate disagree going to the movies. like going uh, i enjoy that uh, i don't hate, do it enough hate yeah, going to the movies. i always think yeah i think going to the movies is something i don't do enough i think going to the movies is fun if i never went again i would love it 
Yeah, I disagree with that. Love it. Um, chicken noodle soup. I think it's always gross. The broth no, is the best Chick-fil-A part. Chick Fil A makes a very good chicken noodle soup. But, but the broth is the best part. I don't like the like the noodles. No, the, the chicken. No, I don't know what it is. I keep getting you know in this world where we're all sick now. I've had a more chicken noodle soup this year than I think uh, I've had in the past. And I used to really like it as a kid. And maybe I'm just not finding the right can. Mm-hmm. But something about it is just not – I don't want to say it's overrated at this point because there was a time where I really liked it and I just – maybe I'm just doing something wrong. How could you mess it up, though? I don't know. So I, I prefer tomato. Yeah, but. yeah. Tomato and, and saltines are the go-to. But, like, you get a bad yeah. bite of a, chi- of a piece like of – Like a chicken. regular tomato or a creamy tomato? I could go – Regular both. tomato. Mm-hmm. I love either. Rainy day, you toss a grilled cheese in there too. I, I mean, grilled cheese. Talk about something that's grilled really cheese and tomato soup. soup's an all-time meal. That's yeah. not an overrated. That's that. a that's a death row meal right there. It's yeah. a phenomenal meal. No, I don't think I could. It's not a death row meal, but no, no but I consider not, it. Yeah, not a death row meal. Not, not enough specialty grilled cheeses on menus at bars. Not enough. Do do it more. I agree. Um, and then my last one, I had Mike Trout on there just in case you did, and I was going to remind you. <laughs> no, Mr. Trout was number one on the big board. Number one on the big board. Um, I'm trying – I had some in my head as we were going through that I almost took. Friends was one I was going to almost take, but I think that would have been fraudulent considering how little I've seen of it. I've just never understood the hype of it. Uh, Scarface was something I'm going to take. Do not, that movie is awful. I don't understand why that's like – like one cribs, you're like, here's my Scarface room. I guess it was cool, but people like think Scarface is some like great achievement in film. It stinks. It's not a good movie. Um, it's really stupid. Um, I was trying. I was really trying to think of a good music take, and my two music takes would be Elvis, who is like a legend, but really doesn't have that many good songs. And to get really controversial, the Beatles. I think that is a – I respect the Beatles and what they've done, and I think there's a lot of, like, high-level Beatles songs. But Beatlemania, I don't know. Yeah. That's also one I'm where like, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't want to, like, have a hard stance on because, I, you know, I haven't gone through, like, the full reaches of the Beagles, Beatles discography. So I don't want to, you know. It's like I say thing about Bruce Springsteen, but the people that – I mean, so many will love it so much. How could I? Yeah. But they rate it highly and it's overrated, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Just in theory. I'm not saying Bruce. I mean, is people say about all, Taylor, people will t- say about Taylor Swift when I've said about Taylor Swift. Is bad. And and those, those people are what they call morons. Yeah, those people are what they call idiots. Uneducated. I love Taylor Swift. Um, okay, that's the overrated things draft. Well, we'll do underrated things at some point. Seems natural. And we'll do fast food. We'll do fast food. I think people, we would enjoy a fast food draft. All right, Nick Cannon Bradley, Maryland person of the week. I'll start. Darts. Darts wins again. It's going to win every week until it's over. There's just not – I'm not able to – I have not been able to watch enough darts. And uh, this is – we're going to do a darts minute every week until it's over. It's, it's going to be over next week. Um, it's just awesome. It's awesome. I love it. It's awesome. So, the drama today was, was phenomenal. And yeah, I'm upset that I missed the, it. The evening night. session, you had you had three matches that like you had one in particular you thought was going to be a phenomenal match, and it was a dud. And the other two were awesome. Yep. They were just throwing throwing out of their minds. It's like we're watching, getting down to it's like watching a boxing or MMA card, and a lot of times you'll have one clunker, but they always have other entertaining matches that make up for it. Yeah, it's. 
I, I will say when it when it's when a clunker, there might not be a sport where the clunkers are the clunkiest. Yeah, like, it when is, there's that is, that sport at the lowest level when those guys can't hit is horrible. It is so bad. Yeah. See, double out on two, one. It's awful. Oh. Uh, when 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 both when it's double trouble for both guys, it is a disgusting. It's really tough to watch. And it's, it's really painful too because they're just so exposed up on that stage. They're just so exposed by all those people. Yeah. But yeah, so darts. I had to get darts in there, but I'm gonna actually give it to. Um, I'm gonna give it to Maryland football. Great performance today. Shout out to the Terps. Have to give it to Maryland football. The best is ahead. Best is ahead. You got it down. We're talking about Loa. Dime piece to Daryl Jones in the first half. I'll say what I couldn't believe that throw. That ball exploded out of his hands. Really, he can. I mean, it's there. He might not be big enough to play in the NFL, but there's some arm talent. There's some serious arm talent. He didn't even really step into that throw either. No, he just absolutely. He just reared back and forth. Daryl Jones, who I've defended a lot in his Maryland career, to my colleagues, uh, first two touchdowns of his career in his final game as a term. So good for him. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Uh, whoever we will, RDT Banks, whoever we want, whoever feels passionate enough, take it away. John Madden, I said it, it first. Has, I said it first. I said it first. I said it first. I said it first. John Madden, I said it first. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Nobody told me they died. I found out like an hour and a half after everybody else. I, I thought um, you were like trolling when you tweeted that. I was like, oh boy. No, no, I was just, just behind deep in a cleanse of my room, like completely organizing it and just not on my phone for a bit and missed out on it completely. So I went on there. I was like, holy shit, like John Madden sucks. That's he, a, he's a legend that, of the game. That's a tough thing to come back to your phone and see the, the Hell's Bells video. Tough. Yeah, no, it had already, I think the flood had already ended. And then I just saw the smattering of a few things that was just like, People share memories and shit, and John Madden passed away. Yeah. Very sad. That, that was mine. Heartbreak. I don't. I don't know if you guys saw. Probably not, Taylor. Um, the the All Madden documentary that they. I need to watch it. I I didn't. I. It's I, on my I, list for tomorrow. Yeah, I might watch tomorrow as well. So it, it it again. I don't. I forget what time they announced he died, but it was like eight thirty, and last night they were like, "We're going to show this on NFL or Fox Sports One tonight at nine o'clock." So I was like, oh, nice. All right. Like texted like my dad and all that. I was like, you got to watch this. It's going to be on at nine. I watched the entire thing. I cried during it. It was, it was. Wow. Looking back on it now. Cause again, they said, and I read an article tonight. He had asked, he watched it on Christmas with his family when it, when it debuted. It's like, that was three days ago. And, 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 he's, and now he's dead. And you'll, you'll see some of the parts in there. Cause again, it's, it's really cool. Cause they said they had 38 different interviews that they did. And basically, they're just showing Madden the interviews that they're doing. So he's sitting in this big chair, and he's watching this massive screen in front of him. And he's watching Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick and Al Michaels and, and Brett Favre and Peyton Manning, like, talk about all the times he's had. They bring on his wife and his kids, his two sons. And it's like you could see him watching what people are saying about him, and he's getting emotional. And now you're like, holy shit, this guy's dead. And it's just like – I don't know. It, it was crazy. I mean, it, it was really, really good. And I'm really glad I watched it. Um, Cause again, like if, it, if he didn't die, I probably, I'm not, I wasn't going to watch it like tonight or tomorrow or this weekend. Yeah. Them um, dropping it on Christmas, by the way, was nuts. I, and I, I remember thinking too, like when I saw the commercials for it, like, man, I hope, I hope that like they're not pushing this out. Cause he's like not doing well. Cause I know he's older, but 
you know, I, I again, they timed that perfectly. It's, it's really well done. It's, it's awesome. Um, definitely, you guys got to let me know what you think about it. I, I, I love that I watch it. I think it's only like two hours, maybe, maybe an hour and a half. Um, really good watch, though. So, yeah, I, was, I gave it to Madden, too. Um, the game, the broadcaster, the coach, all that stuff. It, and you'll, they talk about it in there. He retired in the 70s, and he only got into the Hall of Fame in 2006. Like, what the hell is that about? Wasn't it he got into the Hall of Fame in 2006 as a broadcaster or as a – I think they just – I think he did it as a po- – I think he got in as a – I thought player. he got in as both, but I, I couldn't remember if it was 06 or 09 or 03 and 06. He got in as a broadcaster first and then a coach second. Well, they, they talk about – there's a whole part where they talk about how they're like – they're in the locker room for the Super Bowl, like at the Steelers locker room, and they're like, oh, you know, here's the Hall of Fame, blah, 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 Troy Aikman – um uh, this you know this guy too blah 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 and they're like john and john they were like do you want to watch it and he's like no not really i'm not going to get in and they're like blah 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 john madden and they show this picture of him and his sons like hugging and and like everyone going crazy and it's like yeah and and he talks about like how much it meant to him that he finally got in and that he was alive to see it and all that stuff so yeah I, i don't know what if he got i think that's when he got in as a coach because he broadcasted up until 2009 that steelers cardinal super bowl yeah um but, yeah, I mean, everything about it was really well done. And then, of course, the first fucking name you see when the credits roll, directed by Tom Rinaldi. So I'm like, yeah, now I know why I cried during it. Like, thanks a lot, yep. Tom. Like, go figure. It's, Tom Tom it's, always, it's always Tom Rinaldi. It's always Tom Rinaldi. That's a good – I mean, yeah, John Madden. <clears throat> there was a Twitter t- – not a take, but a discussion going on if he is the most influential figure in the history of football which you read and you're like, well, there's no way that could be true. And then you think about it. And is there anybody in the NFL? This is going to sound crazy, but is there anyone in the NFL that more people know in the country than the name Madden? Probably not because of the video game. And then for an older generation, who's a broadcaster for all of them. Like, do more people know who Tom Brady is or who John Madden is? I don't know. It's a great question. People remember as a coach too. That's the thing. they they were saying there's like three different generations. Like our parents know him as a coach, you know, people a little older than us know him as an announcer. And like, I remember him as an announcer. I'm sure you guys do too. But yep. then everyone younger than us knows him as the video game guy. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting to me just because there, there are certain people that are just there when you're growing up and they're just so ingrained into the culture of what they coincide with. Dick Vitale is in the same bucket. Mm-hmm. And they just embody the sport in such a way that you take them for granted because you're just grown up and they're there. And, and I've watched so many clips today that like he retired right when like Twitter and YouTube and all that stuff like came into existence. So there was not hardly any overlap um, with him kind of with the internet, the modern version of the internet where like all these clips are coming out of him just like, telestrating just nonsense but they're hilarious and they're just like fun and and then then of course there's things of him talking about concussions in 1993 mm-hmm. in a really nuanced and and forward way like was unheard of and uh it's just um exactly what you said Taylor. you just don't realize how much impact something has on the sport until you stand back you look at kind of a body of work and you look at all the things they do and their fingerprints on so many different things. And John Madden is hundred percent in that bucket. And, and you go and look at his win loss record. It's unbelievable. 
Like, yeah. He, I mean, I, he only coached for 10 years, too. I think he won 103 games, and, and I think he won, I think it was 103, 32, and 7. That was the most jarring part to me was he had seven ties. Like, that's, that's a ton of ties. Yeah, um, no overtime back then. Yeah, they just, they just played. Um, I, th- I thought the Jimmy's Twitter account had a perfect quote about him, and he says, maybe the coolest thing about John Madden is the fact that few of us ever met him, but we all felt like we knew him. And that's, like, the most – I mean, that's, that's just it right there. Like, again, you either knew him from the video game or you knew him from the announcer – you know, announcing and cutting the turduckins with his hands and stuff like that and, like, ripping it open in the press box or in the, in the announcing booth. I mean, it was – it was. He's, I think he's – I think he has to be the most influential person in, in, in NFL history. And, again, it's like, which way do you want to do it? You could do it as a coach or you could do it as a, a broadcaster or you could do it, you know, as the video game guy. I mean, Madden, for how – even how bad the game is now, it's the most influential – sports video game franchise that's ever been made and i don't think it'll ever be topped well said uh my one honorable mention i was going to bring this up when we're talking about new york but it didn't fit into the discussion uh we had the chance to visit while we were in new york um the 9-11 memorial museum i don't know if you guys ever been there before Mm -hmm. i had been there before and um that is a must-see thing in the vein of like a lot of the monuments and museums you see in um, Washington, D.C. when you take school trips and things like that. Obviously, easier access for us throughout our childhood because we live close to D.C. But it is one of the more emotionally impacting places you can go. The memorial with the um, sort of two structures and the places where the North and South Towers were with all of the names around the falling water is unbelievable. And then the museum is incredibly well done and you could be in there for three hours and you are drained when you walk out of it. Like you go through, especially anybody that's old enough, like, you know, we had guys, we have guys playing for Maryland who were born in, you know, 2001 and 2002 2003 Mm. like not even awake for or awake not even alive for it even those guys that you know who it impacted them but for people that were a little older that like went through it and i would say like all of us were maybe on like the back end of the age where you like remember where you were and stuff like that um incredible an incredible thing to see so i encourage anyone that has the chance and anyone that lives around here has the chance to like go for new york for a day or for a weekend um that is an amazing thing to go and see so people should go do that make make the point you there's a part where you can sit in there and literally listen to stories about every person that like passed away in the thing so not to bring this down to a sad thing but like i have walked out now walked out of there twice and been like that is something that everyone should see like it's amazing it teaches you stuff that maybe you didn't know and it's an amazing tribute to all of the people that you know tragically passed away so put that on your list of things to do when you're in New York or just like if you're trying to, you know, get on your museum and, you know, the, the two most emotional museums I've ever been in are that and the Holocaust Museum in D.C. Like, you're just like, you leave those places and you're like, oh, my gosh. Strange. That's my honorable yep. mention. Amazing. That's a good honorable mention. That's got to be, that's got to be a hard, that's got to be just be an incredibly hard thing to put together. Like, mm-hmm. to like, be like, are we, you know, the, to tribute them, but also educate about like, you know, there is a little plaque of like all of the, like with the faces of all of the people 
you know, that hijack the planes. And you're like, it's like not probably explained. It's in a part where they kind of educate you about the rise of Al Qaeda and how that all developed. But you're like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty complete. So go up there. Yeah. Mark. Go see that. I've seen it. It's, it's, it's exactly what you said. It's, yeah. it's a lot uh, in a good way. So uh, my, my honorable mention was going to be Prince Chedward. If you're familiar. <laughs> Prince Chedward. Wow. <laughs> I just love a good mascot. It's a tremendous mascot. Uh, if you don't know, it's the, it's the mascot of the Cheez-It Bowl. I've taken a lot of joy out of just watching Dabo after being the biggest opposer of all the modern changes to college football. Him just keeping his feet in the ground and trying not to allow the changes that need to happen. And for his team to just fall ass backwards out of the CFP that they've been in every year. And for him to just do all this clown shit with Prince Chedward, where it's just clearly just not up yeah, to his standard. He probably hates stuff? every minute of it, but he's just living with living it up with Prince Chedward. He did he not got, like to cheese at Beth. He did not like to cheese at Beth at all. <laughs> hate to see it. Clemson's Clemson, first of all, if you guys don't know, does an incredible job on social media. So this is not should not be seen as a call out to Clemson at all, because they do an incredible job on social media. They tweeted with their last graphic with their cheesable win and they won 10 straight games for as many seasons they're obviously one of the best programs in college football they tweeted the 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 best is to come they've are you you just won two national titles what? like in the last four years what what do you, I, I mean I, guess, I know what they mean they mean like we're going to get back to that level but every program has a year dip it's okay clemson it's all it's okay it happens you still won 10 games yes you know did you think dj Ugaduki was going to be better and, and things happened. Like, absolutely. Yeah, you did. You, you thought you'd contend for a playoff, but like, you'll be back. You're Clemson. I don't, I mean, I hope for them, but the best is yet to come. I mean, as someone that tweets the best is ahead every five seconds, a little more applicable to Maryland than to Clemson. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. The best is yet to come. I'm like, like scrolling their timeline here. They didn't have any opt-outs. They're like, you know, they was sort of a, it was sort of a, a commentary about their culture, how good their culture is, blah, 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 which is great. But come on, Clemson? It's with their literal final graphic of them winning. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to take bowl season as a whole because we're like – I feel like we're finally in it. We've lost so many games where it's like bowl season's like I mean, kind of not it right now. It's just not even anywhere close to full – full gas right now, but the, the the amount of games that were on today and like all the stuff going on like made me appreciate and say oh, full season's here. Full season's full sweet season when it's here. actually in full swing. They cannot do these playoff games on New Year's Eve. These games no. have to be on New Year's Day. They, they the Rose Bowl thing is insane. They have to pull this out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that will yeah. change once they go to the you know the eight team or the sixteen team whatever they're gonna end up doing because that's definitely gonna happen because there's too much money on the table. But and those are probably going to end up being at like old bowl sites and still called bowls because all these places all host bowls. Um, Got to figure it out. It's just so much nicer than having to deal with them December 31st. Like people want to sit there and be hung over on January 1st and watch your games, college football. That's what we want to do. Yep. Any honorable mentions, RDT, and we'll wrap it. Um, I got Ovi the Bulldog, RIP. Oh. Another somber story. Caps Bulldog died, 12 years old. He died on Christmas Eve, too. They put out, like, a very mm. sad graphic of, like, 
I think it was just a dog bed with like the Obi jersey on it. It was very sad. So, wow. RIP to Obi the Bulldog. Uh, and then again, <clears throat> sad just, here on the Nick Taylor. I know, right? Getting getting deep at two oh eight a.m. Yeah. Um, and then just because no one cares about my fantasy team, Mark Andrews, um, what's his name, Justin Jackson, and Dallas defense propelling Derrick Henry stiff arm into the uh, into the finals. I am also in a fantasy championship game this week um, in a league that Banks knows I made fun of for a long time based on people's experience in it. He gave me – Banks, you gave me crap for entering this league after all my talk. I now have the chance to win it back-to-back in my first years in the league. So, if I do, I may, if I do, I may, just, I may just walk out. I may just leave with the trophy. Cool. Like bring, CM, it, bring it home this weekend. Like CM Punk with the WWE title belt, Money in the Bank, a long time ago. I'm sure you guys. I, have, I avoided jumping into the Chesapeake Bay. You did in our league. You did it. Yes, you did. Banks was had the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, our punishment is doing the uh, because we're charitable people of service. Doing the uh, polar bear plunge, and you missed that. It will be a Gibbons family affair with Young Slugger and Brian Gibbons jumping into the bay in that that whole league. Now let's talk fantasy. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all the XFV2 listeners. Thanks for everyone for listening. The gift we get every year is your ears on our podcast. <laughs> there it is. That's the best I can come with post 2 a.m. Make sure to uh, follow us all over our social media. Follow me at Taylor Smite 10. You can follow Eric at E-D-I-T-T-I 22. That was going to be impossible at this point in the night. Um, you follow Banks at Barstool Banks. Follow the podcast at XFV2 Podcast on Twitter and ig um make sure to go to thread level midnight buy all their cool shirts including our own merch um thread thrill get your sunglasses and we will see you next time on the exit 52 podcast presented by jimmy's seafood